Only in Jeff Styles America. Well, I went to the doctor. I said, I'm feeling kind of rough. Let me break it to you, son. Your shit's fucked up. I said, my shit's fucked up. Well, I don't see how. He said, the shit that used to work won't work now. Hey, folks. Jeff Styles here. JeffStylesAmerica.com and FredPodcast.com. Thank you for tuning in. And today, it's a very, very special day, um, simply because I say so. Um, we're going to talk about the fucked up shit that your kids say. Uh, this came up over the course of the Thanksgiving holiday, and we just started laughing, me and, and some of my relatives. And uh, we were just recalling some of the weird or crazy or funny stuff that our kids said and where it comes from. And uh, I'll, I'll start off very quickly and, and just say one of the reasons that this happened is because my two, and I rarely say step, but stepsons, had gotten together for the first time in, I, it's been well over a year, I guess, and we were just reminiscing. And um, in particular, the youngest one, who is my youngest stepson is the same age as my grandson. So that tells you how spread out and spaced out I got. And by the way, I hate kids. Uh, never wanted kids and just got broke out with them. God's got a sense of humor. And we were talking about the youngest one and the fact that when we moved to a particularly trendy area in Chattanooga, Tennessee, where this uh, whatever podcast is originating, um, he the very first night, very first night, he disappears. And this is downtown, pretty much in the hood. Even though it was trendy, it was still in the hood. And um, so a search was mounted. And I found him in this parking garage area where he had actually had to go into a pothole and go under a moving gate that had sharp, just sharp, sharp, sharp edged barbed wire looking, you know, hurricane fence, you know, things at the bottom of it. And it would have sawed him in half. If somebody had hit that automatic fence, it literally would have sawed him in half. But he slipped into this pothole and got on the other side. And so when I saw him, I mean, I had to go through all kinds of hell to get in there. He was about four years old. And uh, I was telling him how dangerous it was. And he just sat and looked at me very, very carefully and said, but I did it anyway. And that's where this started. Uh, so then we just started talking, but and that's become part of our lexicon. Uh, whenever we get busted doing something, anybody in our family that goes, "But I did it anyway." So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna name the kids. Yeah, that was Caleb. Yeah, all right. So anyway, and I, I've 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 got one of my coworkers here, Jen, and of course the the Argonaut Jason's in here too. And but Jen, you you I wanted to get you in here just for a second because you you've got kids, and so you've got at least a few memories like this. I do. I have two daughters, and I'm going to preface this by saying that I'm very proud of my girls. They are lovely ladies at this point, but but they used to they used to call each other fucking assholes. Why? I don't. Where did they learn that? I, obviously, they heard one of their parents. This parent probably saying it in probably in a car. Probably in a car, probably directed at traffic. <laughs> anyway, yes, yes. when they were, you know, three and five, they would call each other fucking assholes. And I would say, girls, 
it's we're not going to use the language. And so then it turned into, Mom, Alex called me an F.A. (laughs) (laughs) So the intent was still there. This went on for years. Um, years and years. They, they still sometimes mention that. They're now almost 20 and 16. I, all right. Two that, that will sort of uh, bounce off of your story there. One, my youngest biological son, uh, I got called to school, right? And that's never good. And uh, I don't know what's going on, but I mean, you know, the principal's calling me. And so I show up and uh, he is sitting there. And he's probably, I think this was in first grade, maybe second. And uh, he's looking very sheepish, very sheepish. He knows he's in trouble. And uh, I find out that apparently when everybody was milling around trying to get in line for lunch, he stood out and just just decided he was the director of traffic. And said, everybody get the fuck in line. <laughs> and... And so the principal tells me this and exactly that, 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 that term. And, I, and I'm just looking at him and I'm going... Where did you hear that? Guess. Guess, yes. <laughs> and, and I tried. I really did. I tried very hard. And uh, in, your, in your, your reference to traffic, my oldest biological son, we got to this intersection one day that we used to go through every morning when I was dropping him off at school. And he goes, Dad, where's the bonehead? <laughs> and I went, what, what are you talking about? And he goes, Where's the bonehead that's always here? And it, I realized they listened so carefully because every time we got to that intersection, I would go, go, you bonehead. <laughs> so, see, I was trying not to cuss, but they still pick stuff up. Yeah, they do pick stuff up. Uh, I have one other just very quick story sure. about my oldest daughter. There was a time uh, many years ago now when we lived on a prestigious school, boarding school campus, a boys' school. And it was the year that it was a transitional year where a new headmaster and his wife were moving onto the campus. One headmaster was retiring. It was a big deal. It was the first year that the new headmaster was had a presence. And we would go to the dining hall, which really was a beautiful big dining room where all the students and faculty would eat for lunch and breakfast even and dinner. This was dinner. And I lived on the campus with my then husband and, and, and Alex, my oldest daughter. I will say her by name because this is priceless. <laughs> uh, the dining hall was one giant room at the time. And we walked in and it was in the middle of the dinner service. And my two and a half year old with ringlets in her hair like Shirley Temple ringlets with her little pink rosy cheeks at two and a half. La, la, la. Yes. Yells. Yells. Mommy, we don't say fuck. <laughs> we say, oh, no. <laughs> uh, that's perfect. That's perfect. <laughs> so this is what I'm talking about. You folks who don't have kids or don't have them yet because God does have a sense of humor, uh, you've got to expect this stuff. And you've got to understand that they absorb everything everything that is said and uh, I, I told this story on our radio show on fred the show um earlier this week or last week at some point and uh, i was talking about when uh, my oldest biological son was uh, in the third grade 
I was not eavesdropping. I wasn't. I really wasn't. But I was walking by his room, and he was on the phone with a young girl that was in the third grade, and he was enamored with another girl, and 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 he's trying to let this 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 young lady down easy, and he goes, "I'm sorry, but I'm tempted by the fruit of another." And I can't. I certainly didn't play that, you know, song on my CD player on a regular basis. It had to be just a, he picked it up just one time. Probably heard it on the radio. I'm tempted by the fruit of another, and I died laughing. And he just he just kind of looked at me, and he's like, "What?" You know, I said, "Nothing, nothing." Go ahead, go ahead and break her heart, dude. <laughs> you know, do, do whatever you got to do. Uh, but here's just a couple that just popped up the other day in our, in our conversation. I'll be very brief today. Um, my, my youngest boy uh, used to say, Dad, did they have this when you grew up? Did they have the Internet when you grew up? No. Dad, did they have, you know, whatever when you grew up? No. It was pretty much always no. And one day he looks at me and he goes, Dad, did they have chicken when you grew up? How old do you think I am, buddy? No, I mean, did they have chicken when you grew up? Oh, that was priceless. Absolutely guaranteed. Uh, my oldest daughter, now, she had a couple of good ones. Um, she is brilliant. Her IQ is like 300. And uh, she was complaining one day because she, she was feeling abnormal because she was so smart. And she said, I keep trying to not make 100s on my test, and I keep dozen it. That's another one we repeat all the time. I keep dozen it. And uh, say, what was, what was the other one I loved so much from her? Oh, uh, when we were listening to uh, The Black Crows. And uh, she talks to angels. You know, one I guess their first really big song, or maybe Hard to Handle was the first one, but she talks to angels. And she goes, Dad, do you think that girl is ever going to try to get off drugs? You know? <laughs> and, uh, and I thought it was pretty insightful, to be honest with you. Um, and Alicia, very similar. Uh, that's, Rhiannon is the oldest one. I'll go ahead and name them now. Uh, just out them. Um, Alicia, we were watching... Because everybody loved the book so much, uh, Clan of the Cave Bear. Do you remember that? Was that part of your youth lit reading program, Clan, Clan of the Cave Bear? And the movie starring Daryl Hannah, mm-hmm. right off of Splash and looking good with her kinked hair. And she just gets raped by the, the campfire one night. It was like the guys did what they wanted to do with the women. This is, you know, his prehistoric times. And... It was much more graphic than we expected it to be. We just got a VHS, you know, and put it in. Were you and renting it? Yes, we were renting a VHS. Did you and rewind it? We rewound it. Thank you. We were kind and rewinded. No, I mean, did you actually rent the, the VHS? Yeah. No, 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 no. We, no, we actually had... Yeah, no, we... And I was going to say, we actually had a beta machine. So we would, we would invest and buy beta tapes. But Clan of the Cave Bear... She gets bent over and just done doggy style, and it's very violent. And, like, me and my wife are just going, oh, my God, you know, what did we get ourselves into? And the youngest girl goes, do I have to have sex? And I was like, no, you don't have to. You're probably going to want to. I don't think so. I don't think so. Not after seeing that. And, uh, and, and, and the, the older um, stepson, and, again, I, I rarely say that, uh, Cody, he has two completely different colored eyes. One is 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 green, green, green. One is blue, blue, blue. Kind of like David Bowie. And and uh, well, he didn't think so at the time. 
when he was younger, and I kept saying, just wait, dude, just wait. It's going to work for you, I promise. And it has. It has, because he's like 28, 29 now, and uh, yeah, it's worked for him. But he, he would tell people when he was younger, he'd go, quit looking at my eyes. Quit looking at my eyes. Uh, that was one of my faves. And uh, let's see here. What was the, was the other one? Um, I guess, let me, let me just throw one out from, from the adults here. My sister-in-law, uh, since we're at her house when this whole conversation started, uh, my, my wife is from Venezuela. Her mother is very Venezuelan, unapologetic. And uh, her sister, Mercedes, we call her Mechi, um, when she got to Tennessee, uh, she spoke no English. And uh, her mom's telling this story. And her mom, I mean, heavy accent, heavy accent. She's not, uh, even after being here for a couple of decades, is not acclimated to being American at all. And she's she's copying Mechie's accent. And, and, and they're up at the University of the South at Sewanee, Tennessee. And so she's been hanging out with the local kids, not able to speak any English. And she all of a sudden develops her first two words in English. And she's probably three. And it was ha and ba. She would go to the post office and would go walk in and go ha and ba. And just seeing her mom do that was just hilarious to me. And I know now you, you, you are from Jen here is from Australia. And you don't have any accent whatsoever. Not no. Southern, not anything that I can pick up neutral i'm 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 actually not from australia i was born in new jersey oh i would claim australia and moved to australia when i was seven so i guess i'm from us i don't know i guess i, I guess i'm from australia so you don't say crikey no i don't really use that many australian isms sometimes i catch myself doing it if i'm talking to friends who are there or my brother i will pick up an inflection or two but said the other you know, day that you still go to the wrong side of the car i do i do still do that and i can't i, I still have trouble with american money isn't hmm. that weird i i Coins. do too i i, I, I do too yeah i do too <laughs> i have a lot of trouble <laughs> with american money um and and just one that has nothing to do with kids but i thought it was funny and this one came up uh this most recent weekend when i was down at my hometown and we were talking just about history and the things that had gone on in the past and uh there was a, a woman in my life. She was not a blood relative, but she was dealing. And, and the reason this came up is because I have an aunt that is uh, that has dementia now, and she's she's on her way out. And this woman, early on, had I don't think we even used the word dementia back then. We said second childhood, going through her second childhood. And she was a substitute teacher, and she was a smart woman, but she was kind of losing it. And my oldest uh, cousin, who was somehow blood relative to her but i was not um to his mom i guess and uh, they had afghan hounds uh oh they were so pretentious my oldest cousin and his wife were so pretentious he was a farm assistant she was a da in atlanta and they lived on tuxedo avenue right next to the governor and they had these afghan hounds and they came to our christmas gathering and they tied them up to this bird bath out there in my grandmother's uh front yard and uh, Mama Garrett, as we called her, Ladat said, oh, someone brought their goats. It was perfect. You should have seen the look on my cousin's face, my pretentious cousin's face. They're not goats. Uh, they're goats. Somebody got some goats out there. It was, it was so good because somebody needed to crush him just a little bit. 
And uh, anyway, uh, if you would like to join us sometime on the air, feel free. Uh, we are at Nuga Radio, 92.7 on your FM band, if you're in this neck of the woods, or NougaRadio.com. And you can call 800-894-9423-800. I know that sounds like an 800 number. It, it's not a sex line, I promise. 8949. And you can share your stories of the fucked up shit your kids say. Just don't say fucked up shit in this radio. That amazing grace sort of passed you by. You wake up every day and you start to cry. You wanna die, but you just can't quit. Let me break it on down It's the fucked up shit Yeah, my shit's fucked up 